Hello, everybody, and welcome. You are listening to the Preparedness Breakdown Podcast, a no-nonsense approach to everything preparedness. My name is Terry, and I am your host here on The Breakdown. For those of you who don't know me, I have a background in the fire service where I have worked as a professional career firefighter and paramedic. I have also served a couple years in the military, and I have spent the better part of the last 25 to 30 years learning and prepping in some form or another. I currently own a preparedness supply company and serve as an instructor in many disciplines, including firearms and medical training. So with that covered, let's get started with today's episode of the Preparedness Breakdown. Today is Saturday, April 2nd, 2022, and this is episode 13 alpha, EDC Alternatives. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Preparedness Breakdown. Today, we're going to talk about some of the alternatives for EDC and how you can manipulate your EDC to fit your needs. EDC Alternatives. There are a gazillion and one websites, articles, podcasts, and lists out there on the internet and in every preparedness book ever written that tells you or gives you a list of exactly what EDC items you absolutely need to have and carry with you. This episode is not one of them. Because all of the aforementioned exist, I'm not going to bore you with yet another list that will add to your confusion and cause you to wonder if what you are currently doing checks all the boxes. Instead, We're going to provide some alternative suggestions for you to consider and that will plant a seed in your brain for you to ponder if these ideas could be helpful for you. Just maybe we will mention something you have not previously thought of. So let's think outside the box a little bit, shall we? Before we get started, I know that there may be a few folks that are unaware of what we are even talking about here. So let's cover that briefly so that we can bring people up to speed. For those of you that are new to prepping and not familiar with the acronym EDC, It stands for Everyday Carry. These are the items that you carry with you every day and usually have on you at any given time. Now that we've covered that, let's get into it. The first question I have to ask is, do you EDC? That is, are there things that you carry with you every day just in case you need them? Just to clarify, Everyday Carry does not refer to carrying a firearm every day but rather refers to a conglomerate of items that you keep with you so that you are ready for whatever. Now, a firearm can and most often is a part of a person's EDC, but it is not in and of itself what we are specifically talking about. Take a moment to think about the things that you always carry on you or with you. Start with the basics, because most people, even if they are not quote unquote preppers, carry stuff every day without realizing they are doing so. Men usually carry a wallet or billfold, their keys, maybe a comb, and a wristwatch. Women can carry everything but the kitchen sink, a.k.a. everything in their purse, and then some. All joking aside, there is a lot that goes in there that you don't really even realize that you have. These items can be very useful in a wide variety of ways. You just need to think outside of the box a little bit. What about your belt? Or shoes that have laces in them? What could they be used for? See, You are participating in everyday carry and you didn't even know it. For those of us who are preppers, we tend to take this concept of EDC just a tad further. 
I often see where people will post pictures of their EDC or what they carry in their pockets. I don't understand why people feel the need to take pictures of what they have or what they are doing and post it everywhere for the world to see. This violates the very essence of operational security. And for some folks, they can take it to the extreme. That reminds me of one of the preppers they had on Doomsday Preppers. It was in episode 5 of season 4 where this prepper named Jim was big on EDC. He was an inventor and tester of equipment of sorts, but he dressed in clothes that was a cross between a military getup and motorcycle club clothing. This guy carried, on his person mind you, 78 different preps that weighed in at just over 38 pounds. And this was his everyday carry. To some degree, this guy was fairly intelligent, but his everyday carry loadout was more than extreme and excessive, I would say, and that is just my personal opinion. But I would also say it was overkill by a wide margin. Look, you don't have to be like Doomsday Prepper Jim to be effective in what you carry EDC. When I think about the things I carry every day versus the things I could carry every day, it makes me wonder if, one, I am carrying the right things, and two, should I be carrying more or less on my person? The answer to this and the answer for you if you're asking yourself the same question is yes and no. This is where we get into some of the alternatives to everyday carry. Some people think that everyday carry is restricted to what you physically carry on your person. I would have to disagree with them. In my opinion, everyday carry is what you carry with you every day and not necessarily what you carry on you. You have to take a multitude of factors into consideration regarding your EDC and what situations you're going to be in before you decide completely on your EDC loadout. And this can vary greatly from one day to the next or from one hour to the next. Your EDC should change often and it should be based on your anticipated activities. What do I mean by that? Before you decide on your EDC for any given day, you should conduct a little threat assessment for what you're going to be doing. Example, if you're headed to the beach or the pool, your EDC should be different than if you were going to a shopping mall or if you're going camping or if you're going to a movie theater or a restaurant. Each of these represents a different threat level and ergo a different loadout for your EDC. Even within each activity we mentioned, it can be different. Look at camping, for example. Are you going camping in a county or state park with nice paved roads, a developed campground with lots of campers, lights, and modern restrooms, etc.? Or are you camping off the beaten path in a remote location that is secluded? Each of these presents a different situation and a different readiness level for you to consider. And the example of the pool or beach, how much can you possibly carry on you in your bathing suit and a towel? I would submit that your EDC should include not just what you can carry on your person, but also what you can carry off body or just with you wherever you go. What is the intended purpose of everyday carry anyway? It is so that you are prepared, no matter where you are at, to have certain items that will help you overcome unexpected adversities. Some people will disagree with me and stick with their opinion that EDC is only what you physically carry on your person, and they are entitled to their opinions. I'm not here to argue the validity of their claims. I'm just providing alternative concepts for you to sift through and examine how it fits into your own situation. As an example, I'm going to tell you about some of my EDC options and how it relates to what I am talking about here. We will start with my small EDC bag. So this bag is a tactical type bag that is a fairly small bag that measures 14 inches by 8 inches by 8 inches. It has a handle on the top and molly on the back if I wanted to wear it on my waist or attach it to something. Think of it as a king size fanny pack without the belt. 
This bag goes absolutely everywhere that I go. I never leave home without it. In the main compartment, I carry my firearm inside of an inside the waistband holster, an additional outside the waistband holster, a double magazine holster with two spare mags, and a small pouch with nitrile medical gloves, and in the inner flap, a small envelope with some petty cash. Why the two holsters? Options. When I'm wearing my EDC pistol, the bag's a few pounds lighter in weight. In the two side pouches, I carry a small pill bottle of Tylenol and Motrin, an eyedropper bottle of rewetting drops for my contacts, and another two spare magazines. In the main outside compartment, I have a backup knife, a Gerber multi-tool, an earwig comm set for my handheld radio, and a foreign body removal kit. Regardless of what I am wearing or carrying on my person, these items go with me, and I always have fairly quick access to them. Granted, if I'm going into a store, church, or other place of business or venue, the bag stays in the car, but it is usually close by, and I can get to it if need be in a relatively short time frame. Do I need to carry all of those things on my actual person? The pistol and the spare mags? Yes, if the situation dictates. All the other stuff? No, but it is with me and can be readily accessed. That is the point I'm trying to make here. It doesn't necessarily have to be on you if it is with you. This goes for other bags too. I have another backpack style bag that I take with me as well that has other items like my IFAC, radio, shemog, emergency water, etc. There are yet other bags that stay staged in my car so that wherever I go, I have those items as well. Call it an emergency bag, a get home bag, whatever you want to call it, it is there with me and with quick access if it is needed. These pre-staged and go with me bags and equipment I fully consider to be part of my everyday carry because they always go with me regardless of the activity I am planning on engaging in. The activity and the threat assessment that I conduct before I go somewhere dictates what items I physically carry on my person versus what items get placed into my backpack, small tactical bag, or vehicle. What you carry as your EDC items is completely up to you and should be dictated by your situation and your needs. You shouldn't let other people tell you what you should or should not be carrying as part of your EDC loadout. What works for you may not work for them and vice versa. Example, I have a buddy that carries multiple firearms, not just with him, but on his person. And when I say multiple, think upwards of three or more. For me, I will sometimes carry two, but never more than that, on my person that is. My buddy, however, does. And for him, it works. How he manages it, I will never know. For me, that would never work. At least it wouldn't work if I wanted to keep my pants up around my waist and not down around my ankles. The point is, it works for him and his needs. While for me, I would consider it overkill and it would not work for my needs. When it comes to carrying the right items or amount of items, neither of us is right or wrong. It is all personal and individually specific loadouts. I can make recommendations for you about what general or specific items you should carry all day long and twice on Sundays, but it wouldn't matter a lick of beans if those recommendations didn't fit your specific needs. And now, a word from our sponsor. The Preparedness Breakdown is sponsored by Iowa Preparedness Supply. Iowa Preparedness Supply provides emergency preparedness supplies, products, items, and training to individuals, families, and groups of all sizes. Any natural or man-made disaster can be difficult to navigate. However, 
Those who plan ahead of time and are prepared have a greater chance overcoming the challenges associated with a long or short-term disaster. Plainly put, failing to plan is planning to fail. That is why Iowa Preparedness Supply wants to get the supplies, equipment, and training you need into your hands at a reasonable cost. We offer items like solar-powered flashlights, fire starters, emergency medical supplies, essential oils, ballistic armor, smoke grenades, less-than-lethal rubber ball and pepper ball guns, water filters, gas masks, and firearm laser training products, just to name a few. We also offer group training in the areas of communications, security, emergency medical, preparedness, group and team dynamics, and firearms training. You can reach us by visiting our website at www.iowapreparednesssupply.com, by phone at 712-600-4509, or by sending us an email at info at iowapreparednesssupply.com. Okay, so let's get back to our discussion. We mentioned vehicles earlier, and this is another alternative to traditional EDC concepts. Most people do not think of their vehicle as being an EDC method, but it absolutely is. Things that you pre-stage and carry in your vehicle, bicycle, side-by-side, ATV, UTV, golf cart, or whatever other mode of transportation you have is an extension of your everyday carry. If it is going with you and it is going to be near you, check the box. It counts. Vehicles and other modes of transport can also allow you to carry more items or larger items than what you would normally carry around. Having a tactical or ballistic vest, helmet, long gun, medical bags, and other gear bags are things you can carry in a vehicle that would otherwise make you stand out like a sore thumb. I would be amiss if I didn't advise you to make sure that you are following all the laws for transportation of firearms in your state if you choose to add that to your EDC vehicle loadout. The point is this, a vehicle, when used for EDC, can afford you an advantage to being prepared that you otherwise would not have been afforded if you were not using that as a method of EDC. The last two alternative concepts that I want to mention to you is the use of caches as a form of everyday carry. Whether or not you place the cache in and around your home, garage, a nearby secret hiding spot, or if you have a cache stored at a friend or family member's place, your work, or just some random location that you know about, this can also be considered a form of everyday carry. Getting caught off guard or without the things you need can place you in a world of hurt. If you have some necessary items stored up in a secret cache somewhere, then you may have access to the things that will lighten your burden. But Terry, how can I consider this EDC if it is not with me? Great point. The physical items may not be with you, so to speak, but what is with you is your brain and the knowledge of the existence of these items. The knowledge you have is definitely something that you carry with you every single day. And for that matter, so is all of the skills, information, and other knowledge that you have. So get trained up. The training you get The skills you acquire and the information you possess is by far the greatest everyday carry thing that you can possibly have. And that will bring us to our kit collection segment. In the kit collection segment, we select and review one or more items of kit 
or gear that is a good item to have as part of your collection of prepping items or preps. So when I say kit, I am talking about all of the gear, loadout, clothing, equipment, and preps that you have and will acquire and can use in an incident should one occur. Kit collection. The item we have selected for today's kit collection segment is one of the items I stated that I carry in my small tactical bag, and that is the foreign body removal kit. For the person who works with her hands, this kit is indispensable. Splinters, no problem. Metal in your eye, this kit has the tool for that as well. The foreign body removal kit features high quality German stainless tools. Tweezers, magnetic probe, loop probe, sliver probe, and four alcohol prep wipes. It fits in any pocket or existing first aid kit and will make you that guy or gal that has the tools to end somebody's pain. Personally, I think this kit is one of the very best medical tools available. When you get a splinter, a piece of metal, or other foreign objects stuck in your skin or eye, it can make for a miserable experience until you get the object removed. This kit helps you do just that. It has helped me time and time again. I cannot even think of not having this kit with me. The foreign body removal kit runs $34.99 and is available on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website at www.iowapreparednesssupply.com. A link to the foreign body removal kit on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website has been included in the show notes listed below in the episode description. Announcement. A couple of weeks ago, and every week since then, we have made the announcement to let everyone here in Iowa know about an event that is coming up in the middle of May. The Facebook group, Iowa Preppers, is hosting a meetup called Iowa Preppers Weekend, being held May 20th to the 22nd at Legislate Park near Boone, Iowa. It is open to all and will include folks sharing their prepping ideas and knowledge with the other attendees. This is a great opportunity for you to get out there and meet like-minded people. Camping spots are still available and run $14 per night for basic sites and $20 per night for electric sites. Iowa Preparedness Supply and the Preparedness Breakdown will be attending and participating in this event. Even if you don't want to camp, you can come out during the day and participate in the event. We hope you will join us as we look forward to a great time collaborating with other preppers. So today, we covered some alternative concepts about everyday carry and presented the next kit collection item, the foreign body removal kit. I hope this was informational for you and that you can apply it to your own situation. All right, that will wrap it up for episode 13 alpha EDC alternatives. Hey, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would encourage you to help us out by doing a couple of things. One, like and follow us. Two, spread the word and tell others what you are getting out of this podcast. Three, participate with us by commenting and discussing this podcast with us and others on Patreon or our Facebook group, helping us to build a community of preparedness-minded people. Four, you can also help us out financially. The simple fact is this. The podcast requires funds to produce it. If the funds are not available, the podcast will not be able to keep going. If you are receiving value from the podcast, I would encourage you to help keep this podcast going by making a donation on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website or by joining the P38 Club on our Patreon site. Subscribers will have access to exclusive content and specials when they become available, and you will receive a monthly discount equal to your subscription amount for purchases on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website.
That gives you the opportunity to get your subscription fees back while still enjoying exclusive content and access. You will also be included in special access to discussions with myself and have input into future content for the podcast. I really hope you will consider helping us out in these ways. You can find us on Facebook, Bullhorn, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, Listen Notes, and wherever else you listen to your favorite podcast. You can visit our website at thepreparednessbreakdown.com or hear us via the embedded player at iowapreparednesssupply.com. Again, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors about this podcast that's dedicated to preparedness. You can also reach us by sending an email to info at thepreparednessbreakdown.com. You can find links to our websites, Patreon, contact information, and other show information in the show notes listed below in the episode description. And that will do it for this episode of The Preparedness Breakdown. Until next time, stay vigilant, keep learning, and keep preparing.